0: 11 of the college football season is here, and this is the Y'all Kickoff Show that's going to walk you through all of Saturday's contests, primarily across the Southeast. I'm John Rawl. This is the show powered by y'all.com, the South's homepage. Glad to be back with you for this great weekend of football. Now, we won't have... The marquee of marquee games going on this weekend, but still some very, very good contests that we'll be breaking down for you here on the Y'all Kickoff Show. And we want to take a moment here as we start off this week's show. We had, in the middle of the week, Veterans Day. Thank you to all of our great veterans across the landscape who have defended our country. A special thank you to all of our great American military forces who've gone and paid the ultimate sacrifice. We salute all y'all here as Veterans Week 2021 is upon us. Coming up on today's Y'all Kickoff Show, powered by y'all.com, we're going to walk through the lineup. And in the next segment, we're going to hear from the head coach of the Baylor Bears, Dave Aranda. His team tries to rebound after a tough loss last week. Baylor went up to Fort Worth, lost to TCU. This week, redemption is upon them as Baylor's got a chance to knock off Oklahoma. Perhaps a little payback for the way the Sooners have treated the Bears in recent years. Dave Aranda, we'll hear from him, and he's going to talk about how his team had a tough time with a pass rush last week. Are they going to fix that before the Sooners head to town? Also, Dave Aranda's got to replace a member of his coaching staff as this week news came that the folks over in Lubbock are pecking away a, a coach that's on his staff a guy that's very connected to Texas high school football. Dave Aranda, we'll hear from him. Also, there's a big game going on between the Texas A&M Aggies and the Mississippi Landshark. That team is going to be hosting College Game Day in Oxford this weekend, and we're going to let you hear from Jimbo Fisher and Lane Kiffin And perhaps the biggest game in the SEC this weekend. It's Texas A&M and Mississippi. We've got other news, some expansion news and notes. I know that's what you've been waiting for, especially what's going to happen with the CUSA maneuvers as terms of teams coming and going. We've got to look at all that news. Later in the hour, General Gridiron, Phil Marshall of Football Foretelling, we're going to have his timely report for week 11 and a humorous take on all the action. And before the hour is up, We'll have our look back at the top 25 games going on this weekend in college football, plus a look at some of the fun FCS contests going on across the college football landscape. All that right here on the Y'all Kickoff Show. If you would like to be involved, we've got a text line. would welcome your text anytime, and that number is 803-816-1170. You can also drop us an email, mail, M-A-I-L, mail, at yall.com com, mail at y'all.com. That's how you can get in touch with all of us here at the Y'all Show and especially the Y'all Kickoff Show. Let's dive into the fun of what's happening as we get ready for the college football fun this weekend. The first game in the SEC has got the number two team in the country, the Alabama Crimson Tide. I think they're going to be okay this week. The SEC Network's got this one from the Bryant-Denny Stadium confines as the Tide has the Aggies, and not Texas A&M, but the folks from Las Cruces. They're coming over from New Mexico State, the Cowboys. and This is going to be your early game. You know, the good folks in Tuscaloosa, they're not used to getting up for those 11 o'clock local time kicks, but that's what they've got this week when New Mexico State rides in to T-Town. On ABC, the game that starts at high noon Eastern, 11 o'clock Central, the number six Michigan Wolverines, they're going into Happy Valley. Penn State awaits. Could be a little bit of a surprise there. I wonder what General Gridiron's going to say about that one. The Fox Big Noon kickoff this week, it's the aforementioned Baylor Bears. They're ranked 13 in the latest CFP standings. And the Bears, fresh off a loss at TCU, come back home. And the Oklahoma Sooners, ranked number eight, Await oh, McLean Stadium is the site. Again, 11 o'clock Waco time for this Big 12 battle. ESPN's early game has Auburn hosting Mississippi State. MSU and Mike Leach looking for a replacement field goal kicker after all the misses last week in Fayetteville. Perhaps they'll have better luck on the Plains. Number 17 and Bo Nix await as Auburn and MSU is the early game on ESPN. The Big Ten's got Wisconsin and Northwestern firing off on ESPN2 at 12 o'clock Eastern, 11 o'clock Madison jump-around time. Florida tries to get a rare win. Florida is now 4-5 and five following their embarrassing loss at Williams-Brice Stadium last weekend. And the Gators and Dan Mullen, he may not be the coach if the Gators can't get past their opponent this week. The Samford Bulldogs, Sam, not Stan, The Sanford Bulldogs from Homewood, Alabama, will be at Ben Hill Griffin Stadium. This will be one of your digital network-only SEC Network Plus type options when the Gators and Bulldogs get together at 12 o'clock Gainesville time. Clemson ought to be okay this weekend. They've got hapless UConn coming in. UConn ended up, uh, what is UConn's record these days? They ended up parting ways with their head coach, very early into the season. They've only won one game, and that was a game I didn't think they'd win. They beat Yale 21-15 when they played that FCS team from their own state. And the Huskies come in after being throttled at home by MTSU 44-13, and now Clemson is the opponent for the UConn Huskies, who are 1-8 overall. UConn and Clemson on the ACC network starting at 12 o'clock Death Valley, South Carolina time. Digital only for Louisville and Syracuse. They are at 12 o'clock Eastern from Cardinal Stadium. On the Big Ten Network, your early games got Indiana hosting Rutgers. UMass, which lost last week to the Rhode Island Rams and subsequently fired their coach, they've got the Maine Black Bears coming in. Second straight week, UMass is playing an FCS opponent. Tough times there in mess. K State, Kansas State's got West Virginia coming in to the Little Apple and that game kicks on FS1 starting at 12 o'clock Manhattan, New York time, 11 o'clock Manhattan, Kansas time. ESPNU's got UCF and Gus Malzahn. His team, Gus, hurt himself last week in the game. I think he may even be on crutches. Gus Malzahn will be at SMU as UCF takes on the Ponies from Gerald R. Ford Stadium. I think that's the name of that stadium. It's Gerald Ford Stadium. I don't know if I got the middle initial right or not. Memphis, what a great win they had last week. I think they knocked off SMU last week. They've got Mike Houston's East Carolina Pirates coming into the Liberty Bowl in Memphis, 12 o'clock Eastern, eleven o'clock Bill City, Bill Street time, Blues City, Bluff City, however you want to describe the blue and grays hometown. Also in the AAC, Temple and Houston get together from Philly starting at twelve o'clock Eastern. On the CBS Sports Network, your early games got Army hosting Bucknell. The Arizona Wildcats, they finally got a win the other day. Arizona's got another chance for a win. This time it would be even bigger. Pac 12 Networks got this early game from the desert. It's going to be 1 o'clock Eastern, 12 o'clock Central. The Cats and number 24 Utah this week. Rice has the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers coming to the Space City for a 2 o'clock Eastern, 1 o'clock Central kick. The Coastal Carolina Chanticleers, they have Georgia State, Sean Elliott's team going to the coast, and they've got there in O'Ree County the Chanticleers and the Panthers firing off at 2 o'clock Myrtle Beach time. Appalachian State and USA South Alabama get together in Boone starting at 2.30 Eastern. Texas State and Georgia Southern also in the Sunbelt get together at 3 Eastern, 2 Central. CBS's game of the day in the SEC, the Tennessee Vols and the Georgia Bulldogs. Georgia goes into Neyland Stadium ranked number 1 in the country, 3:30 Eastern, 2:30 Central between UGA and the Big Orange. ABC's mid-afternoon games got number 4 Ohio State hosting number 19 Purdue from Ohio Stadium there in Columbus. The Big Ten Network's mid-afternoon game has number 20 Iowa and Minnesota, and they'll be competing for a big old pig trophy. General Gridiron will tell you a lot more about that. How about the Roadrunners of UTSA as Texas San Antonio's got Southern Miss coming into the Alamo Dome for a mid-afternoon game. Louisiana Tech into the CUSA Conference. Louisiana Tech and the Charlotte 49ers get together in Ruston. That game kicks at 3.30 Eastern, 2.30 Lincoln Parish time. Middle Tennessee MTSU fresh off a win, as we said, against UConn. MTSU and Florida International in CUSA action. That one's a 3.30 Eastern, 2.30 Murfreesboro time kick. Old Dominion in CUSA before they end up going to wherever they're going to go. Sunbelt, I guess, is where they'll end up pretty soon. The Monarchs have FAU for a mid-afternoon game. Your CBS Sports Network national game, Marshall and UAB at 3.30 Eastern, 2.30 Central time. On ESPN, your 3.30 Eastern game. Florida State's got the Miami Hurricanes coming in for the wide left, wide right rivalry. Georgia Tech and Boston College from the ACC have a mid afternoon game from Bobby Dodd Stadium. The ACC Network's mid afternoon games got Virginia Tech hosting David Cutcliffe's Duke Blue Devils. Texas Tech, they've just announced a new coach. The Red Raiders and Iowa State have the mid afternoon game on ESPN2. Michigan State's ranked number 7 in the country. They've got the Maryland Terrapins coming in for a Fox Network broadcast at 4 o'clock Eastern, 3 o'clock Central. It's the Battle of Columbia this weekend, as in Como, Columbia, Missouri, the homestanding Missouri Tigers on the SEC Network will be firing up against the South Carolina Gamecocks from Columbia, South Carolina. SEC Network game starts at 4 o'clock columbia sc time and three o'clock columbia mo time (laughs) back to cusa the north texas eagles and utep get together at four o'clock eastern three o'clock denton time in the big easy and in aac fun tulane and tulsa get together on espnu starting at three o'clock new orleans time unlv's got hawaii coming in for a battle this weekend four o'clock eastern three central in the Sun Belt, Louisiana-Monroe and Arkansas State have a nice neighborly clash going on there in Monroe, Louisiana, 5 o'clock Eastern, 4 o'clock Monroe time. Pac-12 action, 5.30 Eastern, 4.30 Central. The Beavers of Oregon State and the Stanford Cardinals. Stanford really having a tough year. Could this be Coach Shaw's final year? Is the pressure being put on him? Stanford is 3-6 and six right now and they're just one loss away from not being able to go to a bowl. Their remaining schedule this weekend, again, with their tough game they've got with Oregon State, then they go play Notre Dame, or the final two, I should say, are at home for Stanford there on the farm. They've got Cal and Notre Dame left on the schedule, but yes, Stanford's got a ways to go if they want to have some postseason fun Also going on this weekend, you've got in the SEC, your ESPN primetime game, the number 15 Mississippi Landsharks have college game day coming to Oxford and the Grove and the Lee Corso crew will be likely all dapper as they were back in 2014 where they were, at least Coach Corso was wearing the seersucker suit and bow tie, and Mississippi there in the Shadows of the Grove at Vault henry Stadium. They've got Texas A&M, right number 11 in the country, coming in for a big SEC battle. The winner of this still has a shot to get to Atlanta. Loser, I think you could just uh, pack it on up. You're not going to Atlanta but you're likely going to have a good season and go to a pretty good bowl. Also in the SEC in primetime on ESPN2, the Vanderbilt Commodores have the Kentucky Wildcats coming in. Kentucky reeling. I think they've lost three straight games now there in the Bluegrass. The FS1 primetime game, at least for the East Coast and for Central time viewers as well. Six Central, you'll see the Huskies of Washington hosting the Arizona State Sun Devils. Colorado State and Air Force are your CBS Sports Network primetime game. New Mexico and Fresno State get together this weekend. ABC's primetime game has, from the ACC, they've got Virginia hosting the number nine Notre Dame Fighting Irish. I would say Bronco Mendenhall's Hoos have a really good chance of taking care of business against the Irish, again, ranked number nine. The ACC Network's primetime game, it's a good one. It's number 12 Wake Forest hosting the number 16 NC State Wolfpack. Remember, the Deeks went down for the first time last week against UNC, but that was not an ACC game. That was a non conference pairing of these two ACC members. So Wake Forest with this win over NC State are going to be very, very close to punching their ticket to Charlotte. Same thing applies to NC State. If they can get the win over the Deacs, they ought to be in real good shape to go face off against the Coastal Division opponent, whoever that might be. LSU and Arkansas to get together for the Battle of the Boot. That's a 7.30 Eastern, 6.30 Central time kick on the SEC Network. The Texas Longhorns on the 40 Acres have Kansas coming to Austin ESPN News where you'll have that one going off in prime time. Fox Network's prime time game also out of the Big 12. The resurgent TCU Horn Frogs make their way to Boone Pickens Stadium where the number 10 Oklahoma State Cowboys await. The Pac-12 Network's primetime game, UCLA host Colorado, ESPN's later than primetime game starting at 10:30 Eastern, 9:30 Central. The number 3 Oregon Ducks have Washington State coming into Altson Stadium. San Diego State late in the evening on CBS Sports Network. They've got Nevada coming into Dignity Health Sports Park for a battle. And your last game of the day on FS1, the Aztec, rather the Spartans of San Jose State have the Aggies of Utah State on FS1 starting at 1030 Eastern, 930 Central. And that is a quick, and I mean quick, overview of what's happened on gridirons across college football, primarily in the South this week 11. When we come right back on the Y'all Kickoff Show, we're going to hear from the head coach of the Baylor Bears, Dave Aranda. We'll tell you some other coaching news out of Baylor. Also, we'll have the coaches of both the secs texas a&m aggies and the mississippi land those two teams get together at vault hemingway on this football saturday and it's gonna be a doozy college game day is gonna be in oxford oh it's gonna be fun we'll tell you all about that as the y'all kickoff show continues
1: Deb's constipation with belly pain, discomfort, and bloating kept giving her grief. She talked to her doctor to get some relief. Turns out Deb had irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBSC, which was a start. Saying yes to Linzess helped her do her part.
2: Linzess, or linaclotide is a prescription medicine that treats IBSC in adults. Linzess works differently than laxatives. It lets you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually. Do not give Linzess to children less than 6, and it should not be given to children 6 to less than 18. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, Stop taking S and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. There could be more to your story with IBSC. Talk to a doctor today. Say yes to S. Learn more at linzess.com or call 1-800-L-I-N-Z-E-S-S. Sponsored by Abbott and Ironwood Pharmaceuticals.
0: And we're back here on the Y'all Kickoff Show, getting you ready for all of Saturday's big games across the South and beyond. John Rawl is my name. Our text lines are open, 803-816-1170. Our website is y'all.com. It's the South's homepage. And this Y'all Kickoff Show is a production of the Y'all Show, a show all about the South. Okay, we hear the Baylor fight song playing in the background. Things in Waco are really, really on edge right now. Baylor has just lost a key assistant coach in the last few days. I'll tell you about that in just a second. And part of the reason Baylor fans are on edge, they lost to TCU in the Revivalry Rival game last weekend. And now a very good Oklahoma Sooner team comes back into McLean Stadium and Baylor fans are still kind of shell-shocked after what happened at a home stadium contest in 2019 against the Oklahoma Sooners. Dave Aranda, though, in only his second year in Waco, still doing a great job, and the Baylor Bears have OU and a great opportunity for this program to knock off the Sooners. Baylor's ranked number 13 in the latest CFP standings, and Oklahoma's number 8. This is a top 15 battle going off at 12 o'clock Eastern, 11 o'clock Waco time on Fox. Let's hear from the second-year coach, of course, in 2019. He was the defensive coordinator for the national champion LSU Tigers. And in this clip, Dave Aranda talks about the pass rush for his team. That was a little bit questionable, if you will, in their loss to TCU last week. Here again is the head coach of the Baylor Bears, Coach Dave Aranda.
3: One, it would be uh, pulling aside or taking away time that is normally um, given to individual and really making it specific like um, scramble rules. And so ones versus ones, good versus good, quarterback scrambles, secondary has to plaster. You know, there's a critical third down where we did not um, execute that the way we need to. And so I think um whereas we get the reps in an individual drill or we get the reps in maybe in a team setting is not as competitive as something like that. And um I think that's needed. Um it's it's past due really. And then I think two would be, you know, the the level rush accountability and so whether it is a star, or it's a corner, or it's a safety or a defensive end, rushing off the edge, getting to the level of the quarterback. Right Knowing what the level of each quarterback is and getting to that level and being held accountable for it every day, so there's a number count there's um you know if we don't get there here's what happens you know here's the um the 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 payment, so to speak, and so I think those things have to happen to build a breakthrough through the other side of uh, and of containing the quarterback. The third thing with that would be in our creepers or simulated pressures is to um, our three techniques or our four eyes. Sometimes when they are contained, is you know, stepping out as opposed to getting vertical. I think that technique change is needed. You know, there's too many times Saturday where we had some pressure on the interior rush and the quarterback is. You know, when stuff comes inside, the quarterbacks are going to go outside. And so those that three technique or four eye getting too vertical and getting pinned as opposed to stepping out, playing through the tackle. If it's an ear hole, get vertical. If it's a face mask, get across. And those things, um, you know, we made it harder than it needs to be.
0: Do you feel a lot smarter about defensive playmaking after hearing that clip from the head coach of the Baylor Bears, Dave Aranda? I've got my homework to catch up on what all going on with defensive that, uh, this time of year. Again, he's talking about the pass rush. That was something that was not very good for Baylor over the last couple of games. That's why Baylor – is slipping in the standings, but they're currently ranked number 13 to their credit. Again, it's Baylor and Oklahoma on this football Saturday. Other news out of Waco this week. Assistant coach Joey McGuire named head coach at Texas Tech. This announcement came out on Monday. McGuire had been with Baylor for the past five seasons, so that goes back to the Matt Rule era, and has held associate head coach and outside linebackers coach titles under coach Dave Aranda. Now, before he went to Baylor, McGuire was a very good high school coach in Texas, leading Cedar Hill High School to three state championships in 14 seasons. As a high school coach in the Lone Star State, Coach McGuire had a 141-42 and record. And his high school background, a big part of the reason that he's now the head coach of the Red Raiders in Lubbock, departing the Baylor program, again, Joey McGuire, the news out of the Big 12 this week. Let's catch you up on some other news before we move over to talk about the big matchup in the SEC this weekend. The AAC commissioner says the College Football Playoff Selection Committee is putting, quote, unfair pressure on his number five Cincinnati Bearcats. Cincinnati's knocking on the door. They're just one spot away from being in the College Football Playoff, but they're not there yet. And the commissioner of the AAC, Mike Aresco, wrote, there is unfair pressure on the Bearcats to get style points that P5 conference teams are not required to produce. We asked the selection committee for consistency, nuance, and fairness, and we're not getting those things. Now, Cincinnati, you could help your case out by having not-so-close contest against, oh, let's say Navy or perhaps Tulane, where they had to go into the fourth quarter and get that one. And then the most recent game, the big college game day there at Cincinnati, they barely beat Tulsa. I'm talking barely beat Tulsa. Those three most recent opponents have a combined 6-20 and 20 record. Cincinnati, you're not doing yourself much favor with the way you've been playing lately. But to your credit, you are winning, and you're knocking on the door. But you could understand why the playoff committee may feel like they need a little style points, but the commissioner of the AAC says, now that's not fair. <laughs> MTSU says they're going to remain in Conference USA after being courted by the MAC. As Sidney McPhee, the president of MTSU, said in a statement that the Conference USA's recent additions of Jacksonville State, Liberty, New Mexico State, and Sam Houston State will stabilize that league. So for right now, the Blue Raiders and Murfreesboro are content to hang tight and play the Gamecocks of the world and the Bearcats with a K of the world and the Aggies from Las Cruces of the world and the other remaining members that are going to stay in CUSA. Is Western Kentucky going to do the same? Stay tuned for what's going on in Bowling Green. Now back to the big game in the SEC this weekend. It is the Texas A&M Aggies marching all the way to Vault hemingway Stadium. It's your primetime game on ESPN between the number 11 Ags and the number 15 Landsharks. Jimbo Fisher talked about the matchup and more when he had his weekly press conference. Let's go in and hear from Fisher from Aggieland as his Ags get ready to take on Lane Kiffin.
4: I think we practice good on good on Tuesdays and Wednesdays during the game weeks. I mean, I think you only get better playing good people, and we got good people on the other side for us to block, to run against, and they. Our line against, our, you know, defensive line. Those are battles, and we were talking about last week. Mike's man Tuesday and Wednesday last week practice. Whew, it was loud. It was loud. I mean, them guys getting after each other, and I think they, they make each other better, and they know it. I think they're learning to compete, too. I think you're learning to play the next play and not dwell on the scoreboard, not dwell on circumstances, not dwell on anything. What can I control? And that's how I play in my mindset for the next play, and I think we're learning that, as a, and we preach that, and we try to practice that way, start fast, and how we finish practice and the things we do, and hopefully you know, the kids are buying into it, and it's paying off not just because of what we're saying but what they're doing.
0: All right, that's the head coach of the Aggies. You know, he kind of sounds like a football coach, as he talks about how his Aggie football team prepares for big games like they're going to have Saturday night in Lafayette County, Mississippi. When they get there, a guy named Lane Kiffin and his Langshart football team will await them with red and blue arms. And coach Kiffin in Oxford this week talked about the big game and college game day coming to the university of Mississippi.
5: You know, excited this week for our program to be in a position where, um, playing a top 15 matchup game uh, with college game day coming into town. You know, I think that reflects a lot on what these players have done throughout the season, you know, to be at that point this late in the year for game day to be coming here. You know, this is a really good team we're playing with great players. um, You know, arguably the best Personnel team we played all year. I think defensively it is. Um So, you know we're going to have a lot of challenges. You, know, you guys have seen our injury issues. So, you know that is what it is. We need guys to continue to step up and make plays. And this is going to be a a huge challenge because these guys have elite elite players.
0: Lane Kiffin, head coach of Mississippi. Again, it's the Aggies and Mississippi Landshark Rebels. That's going to be your prime time game on this football Saturday. When we come back, General Gridiron's got his take on all of the weekend's big games. Stay tuned for that fun report, and it's coming up next here on the Y'all Kickoff Show.
4: Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (laughs)
1: I figured I could worry about it or do something about it. So I took control with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. It works safely and naturally to help maintain healthy blood pressure with a custom blend of garlic, vitamins, and minerals. And it's odor-free. I'm taking charge with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure
4: Formula. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The term natural reference is only the garlic in the product. Use as directed.
0: Welcome into the bunker of General Gridiron, field marshal of football forecasting. We're about to map out the way this college football weekend is going to go. Will your favorite team be marching to victory, or will the enemy be taking your battle flag? The college football derby hits the home stretch this Week 11 weekend. Several teams are jockeying for position to hold that coveted bouquet of flowers in early January. But even more teams are trapped in a paddock of their own mess with no chance to run for the roses. So get in your starting gate, grab your helmet, and man those battle stations. We're ready for another round of General Gridiron's football foretelling. Michigan at Penn State. The Big Ten's close-but-not-close-enough cluster get-together in the Keystone State. With a Wolverine win, the Buckeyes might start getting a little nervous about the forthcoming fight in Ann Arbor on November 27th. PSU's not that lucky to be dreaming about getting past the Ohio Nuts and back to Indianapolis. For James Franklin's felines, 2022 can't get here fast enough. Harbaugh will have his offense ready to go for this great road opportunity, but that loud throng in white will help keep the winged-helmeted air attack grounded. The Generals' victor, Penn State in an upset. Oklahoma at Baylor. The Fox big noon kickoff this week sets up shop in Waco. The last time these two faced off in McLean Stadium, what a game it was. Matt Rule's burly Beast went in front of the top 10 Sooners, only to collapse in the fourth quarter by allowing Jalen Hurts and the OUO to score 24 unanswered points in a thrilling 34-31 Sooner comeback. You know, cardiologists in the Brazos Valley made a fortune after that epic 2019 game. Bears fans now have a nice blend of diet, exercise, and not-so-high expectations for the football team. Coming off a disappointing loss to rival TCU, the home team will still be kicking themselves as Lincoln Riley's wagon train rides in and steals a big Big 12 road win. The Generals' victor, Oklahoma. Mississippi State at Auburn sarah fuller where are you after field Golds kept mike leach's pound puppies from winning last saturday the head dog put out an apb on the stark vegas campus get me a kicker that can actually put the oblong leather object through the uprights we'll find out on the plains if msu was successful in their casting call ap number 16 auburn's getting ready for their own audition as the quarterback position sputtered in Aguilan, and the tigers hope of getting back to atlanta hit a big old pothole This ESPN 11 a.m. East Alabama time kick will be a real wake-up call, so much so that the folks in orange and blue will sleep right through it. The General's victor. Mississippi State pulls the SEC West shocker. USC at California. There have been some along the left coast that have called this game the toast of the coast. (laughs) The General thinks a little too much of that Napa Valley beverage could have helped coin that phrase. That's because it's been 18 years since Cal won a game at home against the Legion from Troy, and that was a 3-0-T thriller propelled by a new junior college transfer QB Aaron Rodgers over the then number three Trojans. On this football Saturday, neither of these two are ranked in this cross-divisional sit-in on Tightwad Hill. The Generals' victor, the Cal Golden Bears. NC State at Wake Forest. So, the battle for the Atlantic Division of the ACC comes down to the success, or not, of these two Tobacco Road ballers. If the winner of this one can notch just one more conference win, they'll be set to go to Charlotte. But if these two start losing streaks before the regular season wraps, a team called Clemson could be back in uptown Charlotte come the first weekend in December. That's why Mr. and Mrs. Wolf, who were actually married by the Demon Deacon mascot in a ceremony at Reynolds Coliseum back in 1981, hey, congrats on the 40 years of wedded bliss, the pack of wolves better be hungry for another big road win when the chance to jump on the bleeding remains of a once angry preacher await. The Deak's once red-hot start of a mystery might have been solved by the heels, and now the pack will certainly attack. The General's victor, NC State. Just ahead, the William and Mary tribe have quite the departure party plan for the soon-to-be Sunbelt member James Madison. Plus, Oxford's got College Game Day back in town. Will Lee Corso really wear a seersucker suit again this time in November? Don't go anywhere. General Gridiron will be right back with the winning picks.
1: My doctor told me my blood pressure is borderline. I figured I could worry about it. Or do something about it. So I took control with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. It works safely and naturally to help maintain healthy blood pressure with a custom blend of garlic, vitamins, and minerals. And it's odor free. I'm taking charge with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula.
4: These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The term natural reference is only the garlic in the product. Use as directed. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. <gasps>
0: Howdy, Soldiers. This is General Gridiron back with you. Each week, this fabulous football forecast is heard on some of the finest radio stations where college football shakes the nation, including 101.7 WGOG, the Golden Corners radio station, and the home of the Walhalla Razorbacks High School football team, WGOG FM 101.7 in Walhalla, South Carolina, and WALW FM 97.9 serving Moulton and Lawrence County in Moulton, Alabama. We appreciate all of our radio affiliates. Now, let's get back into the football fight. Georgia at Tennessee. The Vol Navy's been busy building ramparts alongside General Neyland Stadium in preparation for the horde of hounds invading from the south. Kirby Smart's number one ankle biters seem to be on a predetermined walk in the park before they can plop down in the college football playoff in two months. Can the Big Orange crush that dream in this CBS mid-afternoon broadcast? Stetson Bennett's arm and his amazing cast of offensive playmakers, combined with Dan Jackson and Channing Tindall's amazing defensive star power, make the top-ranked K-9 super special. But hold your doggy bone. The hypo-hounds of Knox County are looking mighty good themselves. UGA will strut in with a chip on their shoulder, but Old Smokey's gonna take a big bite out of that chip, and also out of Ugga's behind, too. The Generals' victor, Tennessee, and a massive upset. Minnesota at Iowa, the Floyd of Rosedale trophy game. Each year when this Big Ten West game wraps, the winning team gets to tote around the big bronze trophy that's in the shape of a pig, something the Gophers and Hawkeyes have been doing since back in 1935. That piggy trophy's got a bit more shine this year. Both of these are in the AP Top 25, and both are tied atop the West as the final few weeks of Big Ten play are underway. The Fighting Forenses are on a six-game win streak in this series, and as Goldie Gophers Gritters hit Iowa City, the local folks will be determined to keep the streak a-going and keep holding on to that Floyd of Rosedale piggy. The Generals' victor, Iowa. Miami at Florida State. Two of college football's most historic programs hit the field with a number attached to them. Unfortunately for fans of the U and the Knowles, that numeral is not a national ranking. Instead, that number is all of the losses these two once-proud Sunshine State programs have racked up in recent years. The four-loss Canes venture to the state capitol, where the six-loss Garnet and Gold Swamp fighters await. Mike Norvell's team can't take another L, or else they'll be guaranteed to be sitting at home for Santa Claus. Good news, Coach. FSU alum Manny Diaz won't be able to steer his spinning storm straight as turnovers will be the difference at the Doak. The Generals' victor, Florida State. James Madison at William & Mary. For the last time as members of the same conference, the FCS-level Colonial Athletic Association in this case, this pair of public colleges in the Commonwealth of Virginia will face off in Williamsburg. JMU just announced the jump to FBS-level football as they'll join an expanded Sunbelt Conference as its 16th member. The Dukes might be getting ready to put on their bigger britches, but the nation's second oldest college ain't about to let them jump up without a little soiling of those white togs. Mike London and the tribe have their arrows sharpened for precision when the invaders from the West hit town. This one will be close, but the leg of Ethan Chang will be Chichang. The General's victor, the College of William and Mary tribe. Texas A&M at Mississippi. ESPN College Game Days back in the Grove this weekend for just the second time in show history. Back in 2014, an epic Katy Perry appearance, Lee Corso in a bow tie and seersucker suit, and a Land Shark upset over Alabama all occurred the last time the four-letter network hit the spot where parties are never lost. Now, it's party animals Lane Kiffin and Matt Corral making the rounds around the Oxford Square. And that's just dandy with Aggies coach Jimbo Fisher, who hopes the home team's having a great time in the moments before kickoff. But when that whistle blows, the Texas Aggie firm of Calzada, Spiller, and Hansford will go to work on a class action case that will make even U.M. law alum John Grisham envious. The General's victor, Texas AM. and m Alrighty, that's the best of the lot on this weekend of football matchups. But hang on to your helmet, there's more of the show coming up. We'll be back in a moment to wrap up this week's General Gridiron with our Rapid Fire Picks.
4: If you're worried about your borderline blood pressure, hear how others are taking charge with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula.
1: Garlic works safely and naturally to support my blood pressure.
4: Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula has a custom blend of garlic vitamins and minerals,
1: so you know it works.
4: No garlic taste, no garlic breath. Take charge of your blood pressure with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The term natural references only the garlic in the product. Use as directed.
0: This is General Gridiron back with you. We've already maneuvered through this Week 11 lineup of frontline college football showdowns. Now it's time to fix bayonets and storm the field with our rapid fire football forecast. LSU keeps the Golden Boot against the Arkansas Razorbacks. Ohio State beats Purdue. Jackson State goes primetime at Southern. Oregon whips Washington State. UAB blazes Marshall. Wisconsin nukes Northwestern. Notre Dame nullifies Virginia. Air Force carpet bombs Colorado State, San Diego State spears Nevada, Alabama embarrasses New Mexico State, Florida wins, yay, against the Sanford Bulldogs, Southeast Missouri State flies past Murray State, Kentucky scratches Vanderbilt, Kansas State keeps it close with West Virginia, SMU gallops past UCF, East Carolina sinks Memphis. Oklahoma State's Pistol Pete puts his spur into TCU. Coastal Carolina beats the mullet out of Georgia State. UTSA stays perfect against Southern Miss. And in the Battle of Columbia, South Carolina outlasts Missouri. Well, troops, you can now put your swords back in their scabbards. We're all out of picks on this week's edition of General Gridiron. We'll be back again next week. Same General Gridiron time, same General Gridiron station. So don't forget to tune us in on the radio. This is John Rawl, the General of Gridiron Glory, thanking you for letting me be part of your weekend celebration. General Gridiron is a production of Y'all. For more, log on to y'all.com, the South Song page. That'll be all. Excellent, excellent report from General Gridiron. We'll wrap up this week's Y'all Kickoff Show with one quick look at the Top 25 contest and a few fun games in the FCS this weekend. We'll be right back with the YKS. The Fox Network's got a primetime game going on on this football Saturday in the Big 12. Oklahoma State ranked number 10 in the latest CFP standings. The Pokes and TCU from Boone Pickens Stadium. Other top 25 contest involving teams from the top 25 as we close out week 11 here on the Y'all Kickoff Show. Alabama's ranked number two. They've got New Mexico State coming in for an early game. Penn State and Michigan get together early in the Big Ten. Also, Baylor and Oklahoma, they're on Fox starting at 12 o'clock Eastern, 11 o'clock Central from Waco, Texas. The ESPN early games, Auburn, number 17, and Mississippi State. Wisconsin and Northwestern get together on ESPN, two for an early game. On the Pac-12 Network, starting at 2 o'clock Eastern, 1 o'clock Central, Arizona, and the Utah Utes, Utah ranked number 24. CBS's mid-afternoon games got the number one team in the country. The Georgia Bulldogs will be at Neyland Stadium to take on the Tennessee Vols, starting at 3.30 Knoxville time. Ohio State and Purdue have a top 20 battle on ABC. That's from Ohio Stadium, starting at 3.30 Columbus time. Number 20, Iowa's trying to rebound from a couple of losses. They've got Minnesota coming into Kinnick Stadium on the Big Ten Network starting at 3.30 Eastern. Southern Miss and number 23, UTSA get together at the Alamo Dome at 3.30 Eastern, 2.30 San Antonio time. Michigan State and Maryland in the Big Ten, they have the mid-afternoon game on Fox. Ole Miss and Texas A&M on ESPN starting at 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Grove time. UVA hosts number nine Notre Dame on ABC in a primetime affair. The ACC Network's primetime games got Wake Forest, fresh off a loss to UNC. They try to rebound at home against the number sixteen NC State Wolfpack that starts at seven thirty, truest field time. Arkansas ranked number twenty five in the latest CFP standings. They've got a trip for the Golden Boot to LSU. The SEC Network's got this one as their primetime game the Washington State Cougars they will be down in Eugene taking on the number 3 Oregon Oregon Ducks That one's a 10.30 Eastern ESPN time kick. And lastly, in the top 25, the number 22 San Diego State Aztecs have Nevada coming in to Carson for a game on CBS Sports Network that kicks at 10.30 Eastern. In the FCS ranks, North Dakota State's at Youngstown State this weekend. In the Pioneer League, the Davidson Wildcats, who've had a very good season. They'll be at Dayton. The Eastern Kentucky Colonels will be all the way in Huntsville, Texas, taking on Sam Houston State. On this football Saturday, North Carolina A&T and South Carolina State. These are old MEAC foes that are no longer in the same conference. They get together in Orangeburg on this football Saturday and the OVC Murray State, the racers hosting SEMO and the OVC. Also, you've got UT Martin who are right there at the top of the standings. They'll be taking on Tennessee tech in Cookville this weekend over to the Big South, and Kennesaw State will be taking on North Alabama and Florence this weekend. SoCon Fun, Mercer, has got Chattanooga coming into Macon. In the CAA, the departing James Madison Dukes, one more trip to Williamsburg. They'll be going to take on William & Mary this weekend. Stephen F. Austin. That's a good little matchup there as the Lumberjacks will be over in Conway taking on Central Arkansas this weekend. And lastly, in the FCS ranks, the Jacksonville State Gamecocks will be moving on to CUSA in the very near future. J State and Lamar, the Cardinals, having this Alabama school, come over to East Texas. And that's all of the fun of college football for this week. Eleven, John, Rawl, thanking you once again for tuning us in on great radio stations across the South. We'll be right back here next week to break down the Week 12 fun. On this, the Y'all Kickoff Show, a part of the Y'all Show, and delivered by y'all.com, the South's homepage. Have a great football weekend
1: constipation with belly pain, discomfort, and bloating kept giving her grief. She talked to her doctor to get some relief. Turns out Deb had irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBS-C, which was a start. Saying yes to Linzess helped her do her part.
2: Linzess, or linacletide, is a prescription medicine that treats IBSC in adults. Linzess works differently than laxatives. It lets you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually. Do not give Linzess to children less than 6, and it should not be given to children 6 to less than 18. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you of a bowel blockage get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain especially with bloody or black stools the most common side effect is diarrhea sometimes severe if it's severe stop taking Linzess s and call your doctor right away other side effects include gas stomach area pain and swelling there could be more to your story with ibsc talk to a doctor today say yes to Linzess. s learn more at linzess.com or call 1-800-l-i-n-z-e-s-s
3: sponsored by and ironwood pharmaceuticals